you get a plastic finger and you use that to penetrate the plastic arse. G dot E dot E dot K 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 Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the G dot E dot E dot K podcast. It's episode is it nine or is it eight? This is nine because eight was the live gadget show. But it was, one a, that we did. it was a special though. Alright, oh, I deliberately labelled it a special, so I'm not sure. It's, so it's eight, like a it's, spin-off. It's eight or nine. I like the idea of it being nine because then that means next episode is ten, and that's like we did ten. But yeah, miracles do happen. <laughs> yes, exactly. Ten whole weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, let's go with nine. Hello and welcome to episode nine of the G.E.K podcast. I'm Dan and I'm Reg. And, oh yeah, you might have noticed Sean hasn't spoken yet because he's not here again. Yeah, but he does have a valid excuse. Which um, is? As we are aware that the Pitch Perfect DVD comes out tomorrow and Steve has been so excited because it's like the film equivalent of Glee. Glee, the movie. Um, that he's basically gone to Asda now to form the queue, uh, despite the, I suppose, needing of a queue for that film. Um, but it's got Stacey Pilgrim in, so I'm going to let him off. Yeah, I'm still not because it looks awful. Okay, there is that. Um, but the, the 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 genuine reason, I know for comedy's sake, that's that's it's all well and good, Reg. But um, he's he, he is working. We could have done it tomorrow, except he's going away. Now he doesn't know he's going away. It's all a big surprise. So fortunately, this episode won't be posted till tomorrow. So if he listens to this, I'm not going to blow the surprise. But every year um, for his birthday, which was a few months ago, by the way. Um, we we kind of go away on a little trip. We normally go to Centre Park. We go to Disneyland or something like that. And no one tells him. They just it's his friend that he lives with tells him, book this time off. We're going to go somewhere. And then he acts surprised. He's very good at it now. So uh, I think the last three years we've been to Centre Parks. <laughs> um, <laughs> but he's still like, oh, I'm going away, and I don't know where I'm going. So uh, we'll I see. reckon I reckon he knows yeah. where he's going. The biggest surprise is always like who goes as well. Like when me and uh, our other friend Rich turns up, he's like, "Oh, I had no idea you guys were going to also be here." So uh, is that how he says it as well? Exactly like that. That does sound yeah, like Steve. Sean, yeah. Um, but the uh, the exciting thing is that that, that means that there's going to be a Regulus podcast this week because we're there all the way up to Friday. So we're going to have to me, me and Sean are going to record from Centre Parks. Unless you use their free Wi-Fi, which is really awful, but <laughs> you can try, if you and Skype can, try and use it. Skype me. <laughs> we'll give it a go. I'll be um, I'll be doing something rather exciting probably while you'll be skyping me. What's that? Well, I have been randomly selected uh, to play Final Fantasy XIV beta. Wow. I'm on, so my week is going to consist of me playing the Final Fantasy XIV beta. So far, from what I've played of it, it's beautiful. Okay. It's so so nice. Right. It's in beta. I, but I, I thought it had already actually I thought it had been out for ages right this is Final Fantasy XIV A Realm Reborn um, basically Square Enix have have now finally come to the conclusion that Final Fantasy XIV was just an abomination Okay. Uh, it was awful the head exec guy left the, the studio um, they brought in as we were discussing on another podcast um, a new sort of person a new head honcho who's trying to look after it uh, they've completely just scrapped the original game and they brought the realm. They brought it back in again. They've 
Rebirth, hence the title Realm Reborn. Ah, um, so fair. yeah, so it's a it's a brand new start for a, an old game. It plays nothing really like the old one, the story or anything. So it's it's really really good. The only thing I will say is it's a typical fan fancy because it took about twenty minutes for me to actually be able to start moving around. The <laughs> uh, cutscene, the intro. The thing I did like though is that my character that I created was actually in the intro for the game, which, is, right, okay. which is really cool. And the character creation for the the title is immense. So so good so nicely made uh, so yeah um, I'll keep updated unfortunately I'm not allowed to show any sort of visual um, explanations or put up any videos because I had to sign disclaimers but I am allowed to talk about it oh, okay. um, as soon as a waiver um, gets sent out which apparently is going to be in the next few weeks well, I'll then start putting up <laughs> videos for it um, but I can I don't know hopefully use some stock photos from their website because you know they are up and running and viewable for everyone right, and okay. then I'll be able to discuss where I'm actually up to and what level I am and what character etc I'll be able to do so yeah it's going to be an exciting week for me while you off enjoying yourself and playing the Silent Hill arcade machine oh yes it's one of the best things about going to that centre parks they have the Silent Hill arcade machine that was the best thing about going to centre parks wow really well that and the Scott Pilgrim drinking game but yeah okay yeah do you know what we've spoken about the Scott Pilgrim drinking game before um, and we said we were going to do a video That's it's got to be forthcoming yeah I think it, what we should do is do it for the 10th Pod. Oh, the tenth anniversary pod. Yeah, I think the tenth anniversary pod. We should um, we should do a drunken podcast once we've played the Scott. At the very least, game. I'll get the the rules up on the website. That's I, I solemnly swear that I will actually put something up that we talk about. Promise. Uh, so I'll get the rules up, and you can cut out your own little name cards and everything. You can play along with us at home. That'll be don't condone it. drinking though, especially if you're like not eighteen because that's very wrong. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose you have to throw that out there, don't we? Yes, totally. Oh. We're responsible digital <laughs> broadcasters here. Oh, um, but speaking of uh, Scott Pilgrim and speaking of putting games up on the internet, how those two things just I combine like the link. to uh, to bring you Geeks Go Gaming, Woo! which is our, our new uh, our new web series we've got up on our YouTube channel. Um, we're doing pretty well with the YouTube channel. I mean, we're putting lots of videos up. We put two up in one week, <laughs> as the one before was about a month ago. Um, yeah, we're gonna we, we'll, we'll keep it going. We'll keep putting stuff up every week. We'll try anyway. Um, so essentially, we're just going to be playing some games that we love, some games that we hate, some games that are just we can barely remember but really want to play again. Retro games, new games, whatever anyone wants us to play. Um, first game we played was Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, the game, which was amazing, especially because well, Steve has never really played it before. I think he played it maybe once briefly. Uh, so, yeah, me and him playing that was pretty awesome. Uh, go and check it out on our YouTube channel, which is youtube.com forward slash g.e.e.k. Obviously, D-O-T for the dots, not dots. Um, yeah, and while you're at it, go to our Facebook page, which is the same, facebook.com g.e.e.k. And Twitter forward slash g.e.e.k. Yeah, we need more friends, we need more followers. I say this every week. Go and, go and do it. And yet you guys never do anything to help us out. Never. How rude. Yeah. Here we are, all, slaving all four away for of our you guys. listeners are, are, are following us, I'm sure. I hope so. Uh, right, what have we got to talk about this week, Reg? Well, you know, it's not a lot of exciting news going on, apart from obviously the uh, the release, well, the release of Batman Origins, which will be coming soon, hopefully. Ar Arkham Origins. Uh, the brand new Arkham game coming f uh, from the Wonder Brothers studio, this yeah. time round, no Rocksteady. Um, 
so I don't think it's going to be really any huge uh, technological advances however it's going to go back in the good old days of Batman when he was younger when he was more naive um, when he was more intriguing towards what was going on in, in Arkham City uh, so we're going to be seeing a lot of the old the older villains in the younger days uh, so this will be really interesting obviously Penguin won't have the, the bottle in his eye he's going to have both eyes out and about and playing around spoiler um, alert Deadshot not played it yet Reg. Black Mask will be out there so there's a couple that they've announced um, however they haven't you know, shown off any sort of details yet and there's probably going to be a lot more to come um, but failing that the city is going to be apparently twice as big um, at least as what it was in Arkham City and okay. Arkham City was, was pretty damn big um, so obviously to help you get around this time round they give you the Batwing right, fortunately okay. you're not able to control it this is going to be the one downside but I reckon soon that they've got to be doing this DLC I reckon <laughs> I think for the next probably well Rocksteady aren't going to be doing um, a new Batman one are they so I reckon that'll, their next title after that and they go back to Batman I reckon they'll probably have the Batmobile do you think they're going I reckon they'll go back to it okay. I honestly do but I think this new title they're working on which has been very well secreted um, hopefully it's going to be a Turtles one because that was the original rumour that was going around doing a an old school Turtles game which will be immense which should probably tie in for the release of the movie I'm, I'm assuming uh, I'm hoping it's going to have nothing to do no. with the movie but yeah I but think it'll probably come out around in. the same time it's yeah. like the uh, the Prince of Persia game that got released nothing to do with the movie but came out about the same time it yeah. was a proper Prince of Persia game so I guess that's probably what they'll end up going for However, I suppose speaking of movies and tie-ins and things, also Disney have just revealed um, a little teaser trailer for what's coming in the summer 2013, which would be the Castle of Illusion Ooh, uh, yes. remake. Well, that's what we're expecting. This seems to be the trend now. Take uh, all these classic games that we love from our youth, Mega Drive, SNES games, and just make them all nice and shiny in HD. And we actually, in fact, when we were talking about DuckTales a couple of weeks ago, we were, yes, he got me. We then went on to talking about Castle of Illusion, World of Illusion, Quackshot, all the classic yeah. Disney ones. See, I was hoping they were going to do World mm. instead, mainly because of the co-op um, inside it as well. I thought it would bring it back out into the um, into the new school, but hopefully if Castle does well, World mm. will then carry on. Because um, the one good thing is the new Disney games aren't very good, bar Kingdom Hearts, which I know well, is primarily really Square, <laughs> but you know Disney's involved, and that's just an amazing series of titles the uh, 1.5 HD Megamix remix that's coming out hmm. Ugh, I can't have, you, have you thought though if they end up making a new Kingdom Hearts game just the possibility of all the characters they've got now because think, think of it since the last proper Kingdom Hearts game that came out they've bought Marvel they've bought Lucas oh my word <laughs> an entire amazing. Marvel world mixed with Final Fantasy characters that would be well oh, good. man. That would actually, oh, the possibilities, like you said, I suppose, would be endless. Endless. Especially with the likes of the Lucas uh, takeover as well. I mean, yeah. They, awesome. Well, let's see how they how they decide they're going to treat the LucasArts stuff because they've already just kind of given it a big, big old kick in the knackers by closing it down. We're a bit late on this. We, we were contemplating recording a special pod but didn't really have time to do it. But um, yeah, it's like, it's, it's not very good news. Oh, it's, it's awful. I mean, admittedly, yeah. I mean, when you've seen the post about it, they have sort of gone on a, a decline recently, Lucas Arts. But to be fair, all the old school titles they had were 
I mean, that's our history. That was our growing up. We got brought mm-hmm. up with the likes of Monkey Island, Full Throttle, you know, Day of the Tentacle. There was so many classic games, and even bringing it back to the future now, there's there's so many games coming out that they were working on. The likes of the Star Wars games, the thirteen thirteen, yeah, thirteen thirteen, looked awesome. Had such a big buzz about it. Yeah, and I don't understand why why they've now put that on indefinite hold. In other words, they have just like shunted off. They just don't want to say. Mm. Um, and the other Star Wars game, which was the sort of the Battlefront type game. Well, they were talking about Battlefront Four, weren't they? There's three, three, four, three. Yeah, this is going to be like a sort of precursor to three, ready for them three to come out. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, it's, again, shelved, mm. no longer wanted. But what they've said is they're going to go more into licensing, so you'll still see Star Wars games, of course you will. But yeah, you know, just and not made anything to do with Lucas. Yeah, and I guess fair enough. I mean, that's, at the end of the day, that's what they do with Marvel games, that's what they do with Disney games generally. Shut down Junction Point, and was that the, probably the last Disney owned studio they actually had? Yeah, I think so. So, yeah. Yeah. But, never mind. But at the end of the day, when you really think about all the amazing LucasArts games, you think of things like Sam and Max, Monkey Island, you know, all the amazing classic point and click ones, the Indiana Jones games. Oh, the Fate of um, Atlantis, that was amazing. Yeah, the the last good ones, really, that that had those, you know, any of the kind of the famous Lucas characters in, weren't anything to do with LucasArts. It was pretty much all Telltale. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the, the Sam and Max stuff I wasn't that fussed on, but um, Monkey Island was great. It was, like, really, really good. Um, just... Mm, as long as they just they, like everyone's been want to see a new Grim Fandango game. Oh, it's good to say. Yeah. off to, to Telltale. Let them do it. They would make a fantastic new Grim Fandango game. Mm. Then they that character, it, his story hasn't ended. I think they could do so much with that universe. It, mm. It's unreal. I mean, I was at least sort of hoping, in a quirky way, that the staff might want to do like a goodbye video, and actually just have like Manny sending them off on the boat. I thought that would have just well, been an ace little nice little touch for him. Obviously they'd be devastated because they just lost their job in the better. studio, but <laughs> you know. Let's spend this last week making just a video of an animation of a character that we love we're never gonna get to play with again. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Definitely or they could do like a lot of Super Smash. Pretty what Lucas Art stuff. <laughs> <laughs> if they could, well, if the they, if they could do like Cartoon Network the and yeah. and whatnot, then they can definitely do it with uh with the LucasArts games, that'd be mm. immense. You see Guybrush just insult sword fighting with Mickey. <laughs> That'll be nice because if he picks up sword, obviously he won't be using it very well. So you just be pressing buttons in time for new insults. That'd be amazing. I'll <laughs> uh, say Mickey. How appropriate! You fight like a cow, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. What else we got while we're still on the subject of games? Um, Thief Out of Shadows new trailer was released. That was a week and a half ago, actually, but. Again, another thing we've not had a chance to talk about. No, as I say, I put up a pod, uh, pod, put up a post um, on our website showing you off the trailer, um, and also discussed a little bit more about the game. But the game looks beautiful. Having Garrett back is is just such a at the timing of it as well. It's just so nice. Bring it into the new ge- next generation of consoles. It just it looks stunning. Really, really does. And this is the way the stealth should be going. Instead of the likes of the new Metal Gears that are coming out now, which were originally stealth titles. You know what I mean? Rising isn't isn't very stealthy. No, it's got a little no. tiny, tiny stealth part inside it, but it's all getting yeah, towards hack and slash no, now. Yeah, that's far more about that though. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, even I like the, the new Splinter Cell. I mean, that that's gone more towards action as well. 
Mm. Whereas bringing Thief out now, hopefully, will respark the whole flame of the stealth titles. Yeah, but there's a, there's a chance they're all going to the action stuff for a reason that people are bored of stealth stuff. And in an age where you know Square Enix are, and you know Ados, whatever, they're, they're going through big troubles and they've had what three or four big titles that haven't really done it for them. A few of them, big sequels like Tomb Raider, didn't do as well as they thought. Um, well, um, they have one that's coming out on the PlayStation Plus next month in May. Hitman. Yeah, there you go. Hitman that's Absolution. One that's yeah. apparently not done that well, so they've had to put it for as a freebie to get people going into the, uh, the yeah. PlayStation. Plus. And they sold. They sold well. They just haven't sold to what they wanted. And then they just, they announced, let's do another another sequel to a game. I I don't ever remember that many people really caring that much about. I, mean, so I remember them being really critically acclaimed, but I mean, with Thief, I think Thief One and Two were out when we were working at the the game shop and I don't ever remember them being that massive I don't know mate. Thief did really well I think they ruined it when there was a Thief title that was actually came out was it on the Xbox yeah that was Thief 3 I think yeah and that wasn't that didn't do very well but again I think they've gone back to the to back to the drawing board brought it back out I mean the Thief games are they've got a, a proper cult following mm. um, so I mean but is that enough no, that's the thing I, I'm not sure it is I I don't know. I mean, I I hope that it. I hope it does do well. I hope it it deserves to do well. I think the whole universe they've created there is is fantastic, and the law behind it also. I hope it does do really really well and brings it back out into foray. Mm. Yeah, I'm not so sure, but maybe <laughs> that's just me being negative. I don't know. I was never massively into them. I, I, I they, like you say they looked amazing, but just yeah, didn't do it for me. I mean, well, to be fair, even if you're supposed not into that, have you seen the other sort of reveal trailer um, that I have put up on the website? The flashback, um, the original core no, team. You mentioned this to me actually. Flashback, yeah. the yeah, classic 2D kind of platformer game from yeah back in the day. Yeah, well, they're they're remaking it and it looks amazing. They've put so much love into it it's for the 20th anniversary um, of Flashback. I can't believe it's that long ago. Well, actually, I suppose I can when you think about it. Yeah, it's, it was Mega Drive, wasn't it? It's crazy how how fast it's come around. But it's the original team. The the trailer looks brilliant, apart from the extremely weak acting uh, voice acting skills. <laughs> um, it's terrible. But I don't know if they've done that on purpose, trying to as they keep it to the old school when the voice acting was never that great originally mm. um, in the old titles. Obviously, you know, flashback never really had the voiceovers. But I think it's just going to be. It's so good and so nice to even though they're remaking it, is to keep it with the old school style. And think it's amazing the fact it's the original team, all of the original team mm. that are working on it as well. So you know they've got a massive love for the character, for the universe. Hopefully, if that does well, another world as well. Yeah, I'd love to see another world remade. Well, they they've released it for um, mobile, for tablets and mobile phones, um, and it's they, they haven't really done anything to it though. That's the difference. Don't know. Right, fair enough. It's just yeah, it looks exactly the same. Nothing wrong with that. Absolutely nothing wrong with that. I think that's where the the future is, though. Everything's kind of going way, 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 way towards more towards tablets. So all these classic games, they're just you know rehashing and re-releasing, which again, it's fine. But then you look at some big, big releases like that are coming out. Things like um, like the new Broken Sword. The Broken Sword One and Two have been really, really, really successful for them. And now Broken Sword Five, they uh, you know part of the Kickstarter. They said if they reach a certain amount, they do a mobile version as well. No, right. When they, I don't know when they do that. I can't. I, they, 
either they design a game for a PC or for a console or whatever to then gear it for a, a tablet you've got to be losing something yeah otherwise why not just do it for a tablet straight from the start no I'm in yeah. agreement yeah Mm. But I don't know. I mean, mobile gaming. I've discussed this with you on numerous occasions. It doesn't. It doesn't sit right with me at all. Because I mean, even we've done it when I've been sat around at yours and you've been playing a game on your tablet, mm. right? When I'm at yours, when you've got a console and a laptop right there in front of you. Now, admittedly, it's great for when you're on the go and on the move mm. if you really want to do it. But the likes of RPGs that are being placed onto into mobiles, like the Final Fantasies, the Chrono Trigger, etc. Yeah. On a bus journey, on a touchscreen phone, especially the likes of like the old iPhones, like I had um, Tactics on the iPhone 3GS, and it, it was impossible to play. It it wasn't really that much fun, and I don't understand why they're doing it. Well, what's the difference between playing on that or playing on a 3DS, whatever? It, well, the 3DS it was originally geared for it. Now again, all the games for likes of the 3DS, mainly in the and the the DS. Even the original Game Boys were primarily all quick burst sort of games to play. There's a couple of RPGs out there that have got save points like every two minutes. Okay, that's great. The likes of Final Fantasy Tactics, where a, a battle can last an hour, hour and a half. You know, a, a train commute to to work and back for myself is about a half hour. Yeah. So you literally get into a fight. Have to turn off your your phone. If your phone rings, cuts off the game anyway. You have to redo it again. Not the not likes of the likes of 3DS or a 3 uh, DS. That, that never happened. I agree. Back at the beginning, it it was a bit more like that. You know, you you'd play really really bad games on your your Nokia N95 or whatever. But don't know some some of the stuff that they're doing now is just as good, if not better, than what you'll get on a, a Vita or on a um, or on a DS. You know, I don't. I th there's there's plenty of absolute dross out there. Like the the, the tendency to go towards um, games that are free. That you then have to buy, you know, whatever like bricks to build a building or something like that, or donuts in the case of the Simpsons game. They they make an absolute fortune from it, and that's all they're interested in. Oh yeah, There's I mean, the thing that there. really annoys me as well with the mobile games, especially because they like to link it into likes of Facebook and things. So in order to carry on your game, so it could be the likes of like the Candy Crush, which the missus is completely obsessed with. Um, now in order for her to get past another level she's got to invite like five or six friends exactly. onto it. Now if you were playing say for example say Broken Sword on the on the DS okay in order to get to the, the next screen you would never have the yeah, exactly. invite three friends yeah. into the Broken World universe in order to hit the next screen <laughs> or to have this part of the puzzle. Exactly. No. And but this I, is don't, I don't think that's the fault of the, the anything to do with the kind of the quality of the games I think that's purely because you've got a device that's permanently connected to the internet pretty much that you, you can do this sort of stuff and uh, so that's just, where it's, it's gone it's if you're in it because oh, if I, you're one I, of those sort of people agree, who hate either so A much. don't have friends or B like your friends like mine going will you please stop with invites I'm sick of, of Candy Crush invites exactly Absolutely so you know then you don't want to be bombarded with that if you want to enjoy your game you're going to have half an hour to play it on the train yeah okay then that half an hour time would be dead lucky if at least one person says yeah you go on then I'll help you out so you can carry on playing it's I just mobile gaming with me just doesn't doesn't bode well I yeah, don't, don't like it that, uh, totally that aspect I completely agree with you but I, I don't see why it can't be as good as some of the stuff you'd get on a Vita or a 3DS but the big difference yeah, I mean, is you're paying like 35 quid for a game on the Vita and when you can go and buy Angry Birds 69p that's got like 800 levels why would you you know, 
why would you go and spend £35 on a game? And that's one of the problems. Even things like, I don't know, you look at FIFA on um, on the PlayStation, uh, on PlayStation Vita, or you look at it on the iPad, it's just as good. Yeah. Really, it's just as good. And things like your, your, your iPad version, there's more to it, because then, like so you've got this internet connection, and you've got, you can actually use um, an iPhone as a controller. Things, just loads of little things like that. I think there's a lot of scope to it, but it's it's when when developers are, are worried about not making much money out of them because they're only selling them for two ninety nine, so they then put all these in game transactions, and it's not like you know optional downloadable content. It is if you want to get further, you're really going to have to buy some yeah. you know whatever these points are, whatever this in game money, or you're not getting anywhere for about two months. Like I'm playing, I'm quite happily playing The Simpsons Tapped Out, and I'm kind of enjoying that I only have to dip into it for five minutes every few hours or whatever every day just to pick up whatever money's lying around see what missions are there and set something going so I go, they go oh but you need to build the police station get Chief Wiggum I'm like okay great get the money build it 24 hours later it's built so I'll go back I don't have to be sitting there for hours just playing but at the same time it'd be nice to have something like SimCity where I could just buy it I could just pay the money not have to wait like a day for a building to to be built. Yeah, but I suppose is that again if you if you buy something it can instantaneously build it on the tap docks. Well, I haven't played it myself, but I suppose if you, you pay real if life you money, pay, if you're paying for donuts, well, yeah, there you go. It's you want to buy a boatload of donuts, which is something like seven thousand donuts. That costs sixty nine ninety nine. What? Yes. <laughs> when have you ever spent sixty nine ninety nine on a game? Not a special edition because I know you're going to answer. Yeah, quite a lot. Well, yeah, if you see the collection of figures up and I've got but on the shelf at the moment. That's fine. You're, get, you're getting a Max Payne statue. You're getting a, a Connor with a bow. No, this is a this is virtual donuts. It's, it's just it's unbelievable. And the thing is, as it's happened before anyway, especially with with the Apple devices, the kids play it, don't realise what they're doing, and end up like spending thousands of pounds on. You, you, on there's potential for it. Spelling. It really, really is. That's the thing. I mean, even that. It's just. Even whatever how many thousand donuts it is won't get you necessarily that far. It's just mm, that's that's the that's the main thing that doesn't sit with me, right? But I think they've got potential to be just as good as some of the handheld stuff. Mm, yeah, so. no, I mean, don't get me wrong. The you know you can see the comparisons, and yeah, there have been some some great titles out there on the on the iOS. Mm. Um, but the only thing as well that I have the problem with is most of the major sort of companies now are doing loads of games on iOS instead of making games on consoles again because iOS is where they think it's happening and this is where I mm. I start suffering the problem because it's easier for them to make a really toned down shortened version stick it on yeah. an iOS than to make a, okay. a decent let me put it this way then um, so, so a game developer decides to make a game for um, for Android you know and they put plenty of effort into it really good game say the new Broken Sword or whatever um, great. Now you, all you're doing is playing it on a phone or on a tablet. Give it two, two, three months when Ouya's released. So uh, for no, anyone who doesn't console. know, yeah, <laughs> Ouya is the Android running games console that kind of broke loads of Kickstarter records. Um, that is just literally just Android with its own skin on on the top um, and its own game store. Um, and you know they've got they've got something like 400 t titles for launch, um, and a lot of you know there's a lot of just dip in and you know, like casual games but then there's a lot of really big in-depth games and it's it's as powerful as my blowing laptop I've got sitting in front of me it's like quad core with all just 
it's amazing it's a great little machine it's going to be $99 so you know that, that then you're talking about playing a game on a console really but it's a game that was designed for a tablet as well so you know yeah. what I mean so well, it's, it's the way it's it's coming around now though isn't it it's it's yeah and that's fine i mean i reckon you've got more on your on your playstation i reckon you've got more psn games than you have actual physical games or getting close to it it's it's certainly it's getting there now yeah i mean i must have about 60 titles on the on the psn exactly um, and they're not i mean I there's plenty of big full games but there's a lot of them that if they released as a as a boxed game people wouldn't look at it twice you know or they wouldn't be able to charge 20 30 40 quid for it because it's just not full but you don't necessarily complain about it you kind of that's what you maybe expect from a PSN game or an Xbox Live arcade well, game yeah that's it I mean the other thing as well though is most of the games are from indie developers so it's a nice chance for, to play something fresh from a brand yeah. new studio or team so it is it's you know it's it has its its perks and its advantages and you wouldn't yeah. mind shelling out Two ninety nine or you know three sixty nine, whatever something exactly. online to play that. And there is that. The problem is you've just got to sift through a lot of the the Candy Crush and the blooming you know theme park world and the Sims free play stuff like that. Just yeah, you just got to get through. <laughs> but yeah. anywho, well while while I'm on the subject of good old Android, um, uh, quite a big announcement came about last week from uh, from Facebook. They've announced Facebook Home for uh, for Android phones, which everyone thought was going to be a brand new phone. Which, kind of in a way, there is. There, there's going to be a kind of a, a relatively official Facebook phone called HCC First coming out from um, from <laughs> really? H- yeah from HCC. Well, basically, Facebook Home is a new skin for your, like a front end for Android for your mobile phone. So if you've got a Samsung Galaxy or you've got a you know with TouchWiz, or you've got a HCC whatever with um, with Sense on it it will replace that so you still have market you still have all the same apps stuff like that but basically it's completely integrated into the kind of the the main shell of how the phone works so you your wallpaper will just be kind of maybe cycling through your photos and um you know all your status updates will just pop up and people's faces will pop up in little bubbles when someone messages you or comments so it's purely optional it's just going to be a download in the play right. store released on the 12th so that was yesterday we 13th today uh, 14th, 14th. Uh, yeah. released two days ago so I was like oh brilliant just in time for me to get my nice shiny new HTC One which is amazing by the way um, yeah you, you need one so good I, I, I was toying with the idea of waiting <sighs> to get the S4 because um, the missus just got the phone that I really wanted which was the S3 um, and I've got this thing where I need to have a better phone than her yeah. so I was I was going <laughs> to hold fire for the S4 just to be like ha ha I'm one up from you um, but now seeing you around Alton Towers with the yeah. with the HTC One, is uh, it? Yeah, there's it's so many nice little things like using. I, I, I put a post up when it got announced, um, so sift back through our website if you want to take a look. But um, the camera app has something called HTC Zoe built into it, where <laughs> basically rather than take a just a straight photo, it takes a three second video clip, um, and then the things you can do with this video clip are just amazing like you can you can just go through the uh, all the frames and pick your photo and it's you know it's a full quality photo yeah um or then you can do like we, i took a shot with um we're standing in front of oblivion and oblivion just you know drops drops straight down the uh, the vertical drop i filmed that the little three second clip and then you can pick out frames from that and it overlays them over each other so essentially we've got this photo that looks like it has no photoshop into it but it has 
three pick the three kind of oblivion cars going down this block within fair each other it's awesome but you uploaded it to Facebook didn't you yeah. going like Alton Towers was so busy today they put three carts on yeah um, they were meant this is mental <laughs> and people were like oh my god <laughs> like, but just, no, it was just yeah it was literally just that zone yeah. up, which is amazing things that things like that it's just they they've thought about what you know they didn't want to be chasing megapixels or anything like that they didn't want to be just going this is a an octocore amazing thing and it's you know it's got 17 gigs of ram and it just they just they were just like right what's important we make a nice looking phone which it is just such a nice looking phone the metal casing yeah um really nice screen um not overkill on the process it's like 1.7 quad core um and then they like I say put a lot of work into the camera making it just work really nicely and all the little behind the scenes stuff and that's great I but, love the speakers as well oh yeah um, the speakers on the front I've never front. seen right. something so I'm loud saying. on a phone it's amazing and they're right they, they on the advert they show like a load of bands um, playing gigs facing away from you so it's all sounds muffled and stuff like that and they're like why would you want you know um, when you want to listen to music you don't want the sound facing away from you which is true when you think about it every single phone I think I've ever had had a speaker on the back yeah which is a bit stupid whereas these just blasts out just brilliant yeah well, when, when you played it when we were outside um, with the rides whizzing around us yeah you could uh, still, still hear, it. hear it really loud it was, it was crazy it is awesome but um, my point was anyway I was like oh great so I got this a couple of days ago Facebook Home will be out I'll be able to download and give it a go and I'll give a little review on the show put a little post up went on the, uh, the, the uh, Play Store yeah not available in your country what? <laughs> yeah okay so Americans get it for now. Ah, oh, right. <laughs> I thought you had it because when you showed me the message when you were playing around with the, well, with the friend and the kind ball. of. That's one of the nice things they've updated the Facebook uh, Messenger app um, to incorporate some of the parts of it. So you don't have to go full kind of in, into home. You can just have Facebook Messenger. Facebook Messenger can also be your um, your text messaging app there app now. So you can oh, have right. everything pulled into one. Um, if someone messages you and you're sitting playing Plants vs Zombies, a little little uh, bubble will pop up with the person's face, and you can tap it, and then it opens up literally like a window on top of your main screen to say, "Here's your conversation." Oh, that's nice. When I close so it, you just drag it down. In the background. Yeah, and it's it's really nice. Actually, it works really well. Um, so you can keep all your conversations running. So yeah, but yeah, we'll we'll, we'll see how long that goes. I might have a search to see if there's uh, someone's put the APK up because it'd be nice to actually have a proper go of it. But um, otherwise. Looks like we'll be waiting, hmm. but never mind, eh? Um, other awesome thing this week. Um, in fact, you know what was it? What day was it? We went to Alton Towers. It was Friday. Friday was full of just wonderful emails that we both were getting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, first of all, obviously got a nice shiny HCC one. HCC decided they give away some free movies on their uh, on the HCC Watch app. All you had to do was tweet them and just say, "Oh, I want to want to film." Um, and, and retweet one of their posts. Um, I retweeted one of their posts and also um, tweeted them and said, "Hey, I've got a new phone. It'd be really nice to show it off." And they went and sent me two free movie codes, which was awesome. <laughs> Reg also got one. Reg then also got the email saying, "Hey, do you realise you, um, you you can join in on the Final Fantasy fourteen beta?" So he was kind of happy about that. And then yeah, that I was so excited. <laughs> I just bounced around. I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, exactly. Um, and then I got an email later on from Comixology saying, "Hey, remember the old, uh, the Marvel number ones um, thing we were running before, and it went all horribly wrong because <laughs> yeah. everyone crashed the servers. Um, and you registered your interest for it. Well, you can go and do it now." 
So oh, amazing! Yeah. So yeah. you've yeah, you've got that now. So yeah, basically, they before it was they literally just put it up on the Comicsology app and you went in and that just couldn't handle it. So yeah. now they've been kind of drip feeding it to the people who registered. Um, you get two days to go onto a website where it just has a list of all the comics you can get. And you can go through and tick each one you want and say add to cart, add to cart, add to cart, add to cart. Um, and there's 700 titles there. That's a lot so, to choose from. Yeah, I just did through and went, okay, I'll, I'll just, I got about 70 in the end. Did you? Um, so I'll, I'll <laughs> dig in at some point. <laughs> no, did you There's decide what um, what film you're going to have from? from no, the, I've not grabbed it yet. From the store yet? The store's a lot better than what I thought it was going to be. Yeah, for there's the, a lot um, of stuff. As you see, I'm I'm still confounded. I don't know which one no. to choose at the moment. There's just so much to choose from that um, I'm torn. Admittedly, I would like to, to have the Hobbit, but I don't think I could watch it on the um, on, on my phone. phone because as as nice as my phone is, I've got the HTC One S. Is it? Mm-hmm. Um, I've got at the moment. I don't watching a film on on a screen that size. I just don't for the likes of Hobbit. I don't think I can. I could watch the likes of animated like a manga or you know a, a film like that, but I just couldn't watch a a fully. Well, there you go. They had, uh, they had the Dark Knight Rises. Uh, the Dark part Knight Rises. One. Dark Knight Returns Part One. Yeah, I think that'll probably be my my one of choice. To be fair. Yeah, I think it'd be nice, but with the HD, see, I suppose HD link that you've got with your with your new one comes with. That'd be a great thing to just whack up on the TV as well. Yeah. Yeah. The the one thing that I think was missing from the Comicsology thing though is literally an add all button, <laughs> because the amount of people who are going to go free comics, I'll have them all. Oh and yeah. To be honest, there's not that many bad ones there. I was just like, okay, what what am I seriously going to read? So I just sifted through and got you know some of the good stuff there. But um, yeah, it would have really been so hard to just have. I'll have everything. No, no, you've got to click seven hundred times plus if you want. <laughs> I think maybe it's trying to do a bit of um, yeah, just please of, don't take seven hundred. Uh, yeah, fairness, <laughs> isn't it? Really fair usage. Well, what's it matter? The thing is, the amount, uh, there's a lot of titles that are on Comicsology normally that are just free. The, the episode, like uh, issue one, like to be fair, we were talking about last week um, how we're going to see um, Nick Spencer do a, a, a signing in London at the beginning of May, um, and he's signing his new. Uh, trade paperback of Bedlam, which neither of us knew anything about. To be fair, but I thought, oh, well, let me just look on Comicsology, and there you go. Issue one is free. Oh, so nice. Have a read of that before we go, which would be nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, things like that. First issue, Walking Dead. In fact, one of the later ones that I first um, issue with Michonne in. They released when um, series three of the actual TV show started. You can get issue one of Morning Glories. You can get issue one of Thief of Thieves. Lo- loads of stuff. It so it's not like it's unheard of. So what's the problem with just making them free? Like if I, you know, if I'm going to read issue one of Hawkeye, I might really enjoy it, and then I'll go and buy the trade paperback. So, I don't know. It's a win-win to be fair. Yeah. You'll end up just getting hooked on something, and then then what happens? Well, I say that is the the problem, isn't it? I do have, especially with you, because you keep on passing me across comics, going, I've just read this, read this, and like, yeah. I don't have to. Ooh, and then I start then getting addicted and hooked on on the comics you give me. Yeah. So yeah, I suppose it is a bit of a a good point you're saying with obviously trying to go through all 700 of them um, I might just have to download the app and just work my way through them to save well save you them. can't now <laughs> oh can't you I know, now unfortunately you had to register back whatever it was about three or well, four weeks it ago it was like free comic book day the link here with free comic book day as well and that's when no. you got the email through no because that's I think that's the 3rd or the 5th of May that's coming up soon actually uh, oh yeah because we were in America last year weren't we when yeah. it hit don't remind me oh well 
free comic book stuff. But that was awesome. To be fair, got free comic book day. We happened to be in the states at the time, um, and not far from where absolute legendary comic artist George Perez was living. So he decided to go down to his local comic book shop and do a signing. So great. Went down, got um first print of Superman number one signed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's the number That's the new nice 52 one, I think it was. Yeah, the new 52 Superman, yeah. which is awesome. Got that nicely framed on the wall now. Yeah. <laughs> I say, it does look good. Rub anything good. like that around here. I was having a look and there's, there's no one's doing any signings anyway. No. <laughs> Although I don't know any Scouse comic book artists. I, I could be wrong, correct me if I'm wrong, but I can't think of any. Off no the gonna top of my head, I can't think of, <laughs> <laughs> of anything, to be honest, like that, no. To be fair, I was so surprised when I read, like, I... I, I jumped onto the um, Skybound Entertainment website a few months back um, and was just having a look through the news and it goes, oh, issue 106 of The Walking Dead is Charlie Adler's um, like 100th issue. So uh, to celebrate, he's doing a signing and I was like, oh, yeah, where's it going to be like, you know, Meltdown Comics in Los Angeles or something like that. And it's like, he'll be signing at Infinity and Beyond in Shrewsbury in, uh, in the UK. I was like, what? Just... Shrewsbury. That's like <laughs> that's an hour away. Location, wasn't it? And then when I start looking into his bio, like on his wiki page, Wikipedia page, it's like, oh yeah, he was uh, he he lives near his mom in Shrewsbury. <laughs> that's like, so crazy. Wow. <laughs> but speaking of um, Superman, I suppose, have you seen all the the latest news and the trailers for, for the, the Man of Steel? The Man of Steel. Mm. It looks so good. And have you seen as well that he's been teased that apparently there's going to be absolutely no kryptonite in the film as well? Yeah. So I don't think we're going to see any sort of weakness for Superman in this mm, But that's fine. Doesn't mean it doesn't. That, that's the thing everyone's like saying, oh, you know, he's writing out kryptonite from the whole, you know, mythos and everything. But he's not necessarily. It's just not in the movie. Yeah. Which is fine because from what I've seen, you know, a good third of it is going to be when, Super, you know, Clark Kent was like 12 or whatever. Yeah, so. you think it's good, but the only thing is with with Superman is we've had this conversation again on so many occasions that he is so powered that overpowered it's unbelievable. Um, so I suppose the Kryptonite is in the film. Like now, I'll be watching it and thinking, oh well, he's unstoppable in this film. Well, but do you know in in the actual kind of comic universe, the thing that keeps him in check is Batman. Yeah, Batman has um, like a piece of Kryptonite that he keeps just in case. Yeah, which is awesome. I the, love, I love um, the idea of that. We play the Lego Batman game. Um, oh, okay. It was featured lot. in that, really. Yeah, amazing. Me, me and the missus <laughs> have been playing Lego Batman too, um, and going through it all. And obviously, Superman comes in, and he's involved quite a lot. And there's always the running joke between them, them two, uh, Superman and Batman, of like you know who's more powerful. And Batman mm. hates being saved by Superman. Yeah. Um, and when the back in the Batcave, he presses like a, a little switch or something, and there's a little stash of kryptonite in the back cave <laughs> at the ready and he flicks it back and just has a little smile on his face and like sort of walks away and it's it's a nice little touch and I was like nice that's brilliant but yeah it's it's an it they put a lot of effort into the into the Batman um thing but yeah I didn't realise how how deep down it went the Batman and Superman um mm. sort of crossover. I well, thought it was just gonna be one of those weird crossovers they used to do when it was like, you know, Superman versus Alien. And, no, but yeah. apparently it's a, a well, it's all the same universe. That's the thing. So why not? But if that, in fact, that's one of the things of um, if you do get the Dark Knight Returns Part One, and then you eventually get to watch Part Two, or just read it because it's amazing. Um, yeah, that that's probably one of the most famous Batman Superman showdowns. It is absolutely just phenomenal. To be fair, that whole the whole story through that, like it, the Joker go, just goes absolutely mental and 
it's, it's really really dark but that whole battle with Batman and Superman is I do need to get onto them because uh, they've just been released on DVD as well haven't they part I two. think part two has been out, come out in the States but I don't, I've not seen it here yet but could be I'm going to have to I'm going to have to buy them yeah because uh, I really want to watch them well the year they did year one like a year or so ago didn't they and that was great like they were that's one of the things that I think uh, DC are doing better than Marvel and that's kind of the animated stuff yeah you know, the movies might not necessarily be living up to the whole <laughs> Marvel Cinematic Universe but yeah the animated stuff really is but well, I'm not sure what's going to be next for them after they've done Dark Knight Rises everyone wants them to do Killing Joke but I think that would be just a bit too grim for a, an animated one I don't know possibly. mate they, they could they could definitely do that I mean that's what they've, they've started with the tone now anyway with the DC Universe and making it dark mm. uh, with the with the ones they're releasing so if they're going to go dark the killing joke would be the perfect one to go dark with it's it, that is grim mm. that is very very dark uh, fantastic story they'd though. have to have Mark Hamill doing it as well though he, he, his role is, is super Mark Hamill I think the way that he portrays him is yeah. spot on so yeah, I'd love to see him actually play. Well, he said he's retired from it now, isn't he? I, I, I think last I heard, he was he was kind of he said he was done with it, but we'll see. Did he? He did. He did Arkham City, didn't he? He did do Arkham was, City. I think that's the most recent thing he did. Because in um, I forget who it is in um, in Dark Knight uh, Returns. Can't remember. I don't know. I've not seen um, it unfortunately, so I'm unfortunately unaware. Yeah. Um, do you know what we're doing really well on these little um, kind of segues into different subjects totally unintentional but while we're on the subject of Batman um, Kevin Smith's a massive Batman fan nice the fat man on Batman fat, exactly you know the guy who does a weekly podcast called fat man on Batman which it's just if you've got any interest in Batman you have to listen to it because he just some of the guests he gets on and I don't I think it, it's not even such a kind of just a conversation it's not an interview sits down with all these people from the world of Batman um, like Mark Hamill was a perfect example and he just chats to him but he, he knows so much about the world and he knows you know all the little stories and stuff that he can just go off on them and just, just completely fanboy out and that's why it's so good yeah once once you've finished listening to us and watching all our YouTube videos just go and give Fat Man and Batman a go don't, don't take time from your yeah the, the thing uh, I like listening. about it as well is that I'm, I like Batman I do. I mean, Spider-Man's my favourite superhero, but I do really like Batman. But in relation towards the sort of the universe and the the whole the, the Gotham era, I wasn't like 100% certain on most of the back history for it. Mm. But it's just it's so informative, and it's not in a even though it is a geeky sort of podcast because it's literally just a Batman podcast. Yeah. The way it's done is so entertainment because it is Kevin Smith. Yeah, exactly. Um, the way his conversation works, the way that he he does chat. It's, even if you're not a massive fan of Batman it's still well worth a listen to mm. obviously after us yes exactly and only after once us you, once you're done with uh, with listening to our stuff yeah and then you could always suppose segue that in as well and just being like hey g.e.e.k brought me along to this pod site yeah just tweet tweet old, old Mr Smith just tell him to be fair he's uh, uh, I'll, I'll get on to the actual news that I've got about Kevin Smith in a minute but just while we're talking about it He's, I've got to, he's he's probably one of the biggest inspirations for actually doing this. Yeah. Because he he's constantly just. I mean, obviously, you go to you go to his Twitter feed and it is all just whoring out his podcasts, his like fourteen podcasts he does a week, and he's you know he's gone from being a 
huge movie maker to now just go oh I'll do one more movie and this is what I do now he just talks for a living um, he's always going on just if you want to do something just do it just grab it and do it don't you know don't worry about what people will think so this was got to be a good what nine months ago we started talking about doing this podcast yeah uh, yeah and we were like we'll, we'll, we'll do it eventually like yeah let's get this settled first we'll do this so, you know we took well it took till January or February to actually get it done but still yeah it's, it's, it's a, definitely a massive part of why we're doing this so let's let's hope it's worth it <laughs> but, it will be it's, I mean like, that's what I love about about the likes of um, we were saying obviously he's the inspiration for it and the reason we want to do it and it's it's one of those things that he said and possibly one of the best sort of quotes for us to do it is you know try it if nobody listens nobody's going to hate it mm. and that's it so even if you know people are listening to it now you know if if they like it amazing then the day if nobody listens to it then we don't have to care because no one's going to hate it and that's it that's the best I suppose philosophy if you're going to start recording it yeah unfortunately people are listening which is awesome yeah and we're actually getting some really positive feedback which is amazing yeah I love it and the views we're getting on the YouTube channels everything's just on the increase and we're back on the front page of, of iTunes again yeah I love that I, I, it is amazing <laughs> just waking up in the morning I really like, I'd, I I'd, love to, I'd love to know what the criteria is for putting us there because we're not really new anymore which means we must be noteworthy yeah <laughs> well I mean we have to so you know we're, we're getting a, a nice amount of downloads and, yeah. and listens and thank you very much everybody and hopefully you continue the spot really really nice yeah just go and like us on Facebook will you please <laughs> <laughs> and follow us on Twitter goodness with, sake with to be fair I, I'll tease this now but we, I need to kind of work out all the logistics of it but we're going to have a, a contest soon um, which just to drive people through to our website I've got something I'm going to give away which is a little bit special um, so just mm -hmm. it'll, be, it'll be involving you know just follow us on everyone who follows us on Twitter everyone who likes us on Facebook everyone who kind of um, reblogs us on uh, Tumblr and follows us on the website will get an entry so uh, may as well get a head start you know if you want to enter and win some pretty sweet swag I said swag wow. uh, <laughs> well, not, not like swag as in that you know Swagger Jagger, that sort of swag. As swag as in. Like, oh, it's in like a robber swag. Yeah, robber swag, but not, not robber. It's great. But either way, um, yeah. So Kevin Smith. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> that it, guy. Okay, so let's 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 um, do the list of stuff he's got going on. As we said, say about fourteen, fifteen podcasts a week. Um, he's got Clerks Three. He's writing. Yeah. Uh -huh. He's got uh, Hit Somebody, um, which is his hockey movie that's now become a mini-series that he's got on the go. Yep. He's got um, a kind of a sitcom that he's going to be in, or a short com, as they're calling it, which is <laughs> essentially it's an hour-long TV show with five ten-minute kind of sitcoms in, and he's kind of writing and starring with Ralph Garman. Um, so you know that's going to be good. It's going to be great. I just can't wait. Um, what else are you doing? He's, uh, he's got... Bellicosity, the new his new Batman uh, oh, comic art coming out, oh. <laughs> and and I'm sure a lot, lot, lot more. Um, oh, Jane Silent Bob's super groovy cartoon yeah, movie, of course, which he's touring well. with. He's quite a busy man, I can imagine. Yet he thought, oh, let's just squeeze one more thing in there. He's got a, a new kind of web series coming out, which is Kevin Smith's Cartoon Lagoon, which <laughs> <laughs> all we've seen so far is a photo. A submarine. Yes, I now, love it. If, if you've ever watched what Space Ghost Coast to Coast or you know something that that sort of stuff, um, essentially 
live action mixed with animation um, it's going to be released on iTunes he's not said anything else yet I'm sure at some point we'll get a DVD release um, yeah. but um, he plays himself Jason Muse is going to be in it as kind of himself Ralph Garman is going to be doing voices galore in it mm. um, the thing I loved it, the photo he posted on Facebook um, is kind of yeah, him in the submarine with the microphone in front with like this puppet Shecky his dog well, that's what and I the love yeah. it looks amazing <laughs> everyone who listens to any of his at home podcasts knows Shecky just because of his shaking, constantly <laughs> just shut up. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, yeah, that, that's out in a couple of weeks. You can pre-order that now. I think it's about two pounds for um, for a HD version, one pound sixty or something for the standard version. Um, not said how many epi- episodes is going to be, but from what it looks like, it's going to be smodimations. So the animated versions of you know the best bits from his podcast um, mixed with live action introductions and stuff like that, which. I don't care if it's stuff I've seen before because it's, the, the smodivations are brilliant. Yeah, they are so good. So, so good. Yeah. So it's this smodivation animation that's going to be in the Jane Silent Bob Super Duper cartoon movie, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, there's so. a guy called Steve Stark who was the first one to do it. Um, he just he had just decided one day, oh, that's a funny bit, and he animated, um, I think was it the Aquaman bit? No, it's the second one. The first one was um, Gordy the Righteous... Um, Canadian, yeah, burying <laughs> yeah. <laughs> underpants underneath the uh, the centre spot of the hockey rink. Yeah, it's brilliant. Just have a Google for smodimations. It's pretty. It's very, very, very funny. So, do you know what we we we've gone on for like the last hour talking about all this stuff, and there was one thing we kind of just skipped completely past. Uh, and that was when we went to Walton Towers. We did go to Walton Towers on Friday. Yeah, which I, I know we, we've talked once before about Walton Towers, but um, the the important thing is a bit of an update on uh, it. Was it was good to actually get to see the new roller coaster Smiler uh, up close and personal? Because last time it was just half term and everything was just you know cordoned <laughs> off. Yeah. You could see just over the horizons like Lift Hill rising out or something like. Ooh, that looked good. But then this time you you could get right the way down to Oblivion. To be fair, when you're at the top of Oblivion, you could get the absolute perfect view of Smiler I just wish that you could take photos on the, yeah, on on the top of Oblivion because it looked so so good absolutely amazing I loved about, we were walking Huge. up to, uh, to Oblivion as well and we were having a quick look at you could see some of the curvature mm. uh, going over it and then straight away the missus just runs up and starts peeling back the, uh, <laughs> the, the yeah the, the covers on the fence to yeah, stop even looking fence, at just, to, just to have look he's like look you see the workman um, and there's also like a hole now where it goes down as well yeah um, but just it looks huge for such a small space mm-hmm. it looks like they're crammed in so much and the spider um, yeah smiling the marmalizer the marmalizer looks the idea of the marmalizer is, is that's the thing that makes you smile basically yeah, the whole thing the point of smiler is you go and play on it you, you know you, they, they, you ride on it and you come off with a massive grin on your face you can't get rid of and it's this science experiment Obviously, there's always some rubbish story that goes on with the rise on towers yeah. and Thorpe Park. Let's face it, like not. Let's not get into the story of Hex and the uh, mystical stick that makes you turn upside down. However, <coughs> though the um, the story for the Smiler, we did a a little mini what the class is a scare maze. Yeah, which uh, unfortunately closed today, which is why we were like, we need to go. It's closing. We got to go. Yeah, the sanctuary. It was, it was so good, so so good, so nerve wracking. Yeah, for anyone who's been. To Alton Towers during Scarefest, which is the, if you're only going to go to Alton Towers once, go during Scarefest. Brilliant. Um, they turn the towers into a scare maze, 
um, and they essentially they make they one of them this last October um, was called the Sanctuary, and it was basically just kind of a, uh, the pre-story to uh, to what you know the Smiler and this whole thing called the Ministry of was it Ministry of Mayhem or something like that Ministry, Ministry of, of Mirth I can't remember something like that I recorded it. Again, we'll have a video up of our, our fun day at Alton Towers on our website at some point soon. I, I'll need to find time to edit it. Um, but um, they, they decided they'd keep it all there over the closed season and reopen it with the park this season. Um, and it just, it's just so good. Best scare maze I think I've ever been on. Like, yeah, the, Towers. the only downside about it was the fact no one warned me there was going to be nurses until <laughs> we were literally about to enter. <laughs> yeah, it's, but the, the general story is that it's, it's like his kind of uh, mental asylum slash hospital. So there's all these people who have been experimented on and operated on to make them permanently smile. Yeah, um, and the makeup was was brilliant. It was, great. It was, it was so creepy. The, act, the acting was brilliant. To be fair, yeah, <laughs> and most of them. But the, I found with with the scare bases on towers, they've got this one guy who's slightly large, who's been in. I'm sure every single <laughs> scare thing we do, who goes <laughs> as his <laughs> scary noise. He he literally follows us around. I'm sure in Alton Towers because he done the dual life. When he popped out, wow! Uh, in there, he got a good memory. He he done the he was in the clown scare maze. Oh, that's right, the uh, boiler room. And in the boiler room, yeah, he was there okay. as well. Um, and then yeah, he was in he was in the obvious, the normal scare maze uh, that they do the tower tower so towers. And he was he was here again. So I'm sure he's even if he's not. I heard I did hear room. someone snort, but I didn't see him. So. It was it was him again because I turned around and started <laughs> laughing because last time Ash was going like. Did he just snort at me like a pig? That's not that scary. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, all the other actors though were, were phenomenal. Uh, it was such a good scare and creepy as hell. Yeah, even the queue as you walk up, they've got this kind of um, voiceover playing over like. I mean, if you've, if you've played Bioshock, imagine the sort of music and all the voiceovers from that. It was it was so eerie. Yeah, uh, even the posters, queuing. the the posters were like the plasmid posters uh, from yeah. Bioshock or likes of Fallout as well. Yeah. Um, so like start smiling young, <laughs> yeah. things like that. Start off like yeah, creepy start baby. Off. Smile more. It's yeah. amazing, but so so good, so so creepy. So it's opening back up again, isn't it, for October Scare Maze? I'm, I'm assuming so. Yeah, I think that's what I read on the on the actual website. Yeah, I just um, don't get why they're not again. keeping it open until. Um, until Smiler actually opens. Well, yeah, cause it, that's the thing. It's opening very shortly. It's opening in May, so they surely could keep it going, yeah. even if they just do it on the likes of a Friday and a Saturday, mm. something where they know it's going to be the busiest days. Just keep it going. I mean, like we said, again, it would do it's nice an extra to... ride to take some of the crowds away from the busy areas, which, well, to be fair, it wasn't busy in the slightest. Brilliant. I think the longest we queued was probably about 15 to 20 minutes for 13, everything else was about 5 minutes, even counting front rows. Yeah, uh, one of my favourite quotes ever um, for, for Alton Towers, we were walking around Alton Towers going into Rita, um, and you know when you try and convince somebody to go on a ride, and yes. like, honestly, it'll be alright, just close your eyes, just yeah. don't think about it, just please come on with me. Yeah, you're locked in, you've got restraints on, they wouldn't let you do it if it wasn't safe. Yeah, well, there's a, a, um, a woman who's trying to convince her friend to come on the uh, Rita, Rita with her. So that's, like, the, <laughs> that's the one that launches you to like 60 mile an hour or something in space of three seconds, just yeah. in case you don't know. And she was like, it's alright, don't worry about it, it's only the same speed you go on the motorway. It's not like, you know, it'll be alright, you've got this. Yeah. It's just it's just the speed of what we're going on the motorway. And the woman then turned around and went, that's still too fast for me. <laughs> and they walked off. 
I could not stop laughing on if the I, entire queue. If I th- would thought that, if I was just like, yeah, it is just like on the motorway, I'd have gone, what's the point in even riding it? Yeah. <laughs> However, when through. you went front row, it was it was genius. Well, that's good. It was good. So much fun. So I find it so much better mm-hmm. um, with the G-Force as well. Yeah. There's not a lot of rides that I've been in, like, say, you know, you've got Nemesis. Um, I've been on the ride in America, you know, I've been on like Montu or um, Dueling Dragons, um, which are just a lot better. They're just, you know, as everyone can imagine, American rides just seem to be that much better. There's always something about them. But well, they don't true. lessen how, how much I enjoy Nemesis. Rita's the only one that, that does some of the launch ones that, that we've been on. Um, just so, so much better. Just Rita's just it's a bit I don't know it's a bit dull. All it's got is that shoot off and then it just goes round a couple of times and then comes back to the station. Just like mm. that's a bit. <laughs> what was that? It tickles your belly. That that's the uh, beautiful voice of Ashley. It is indeed. She Hello, said it, it tickles <laughs> your belly. You know you do need to remove my voice off it. It's too late. It's we're talking over it now. <laughs> but um, yeah, and especially and you'll you'll be exactly the same when we go to Thought Park. You'll go on stealth. Which again is pretty much the same roller coaster, just with that whole vertical bit, and you'll just be like, I, I can't now go on Rita ever again. Right? Okay. Fair <laughs> I've got enough. no interest. I do, I do really like the look of of stealth, and yeah. I really can't wait for June for our for our little tra- trip mm-hmm. around. It's gonna yeah. be so good. I can't. Can he wait? Uh, yeah. Well, that'll be the next. Uh, in fact, the next Alton Towers trip is going to be um, for thingy um, smiler Sorry. opening, really. But um, oh, I've got one more thing I wanted to talk about actually. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy. We have more casting news. Um, well, potential news. <laughs> I've not actually heard any updates for this, um, for for a week or so. But um, they announced that, like I say, a week ago, um, Zoe Saldana was in line for playing Gamora. Um, which is actually well, if 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 she agrees to it all, will make what. Three pretty massive franchises she'll say, be involved yeah. in, um, which is pretty good going, because um, obviously she's got Avatar, um, which I, I can't see her not being in the the two sequels they've got planned, um, and then she's in Star Trek as well as Uhura, um, so <laughs> yeah, well um, that goes along with what Batista as um, Drax and Chris Pratt as Star Lord. Still waiting on to find out who they're gonna get for Rocket Raccoon and uh, Groot. Although Groot doesn't need to be anyone, anyone famous in the slightest. Rocket Raccoon. I still think I think they need to get Simon Pegg to do the voice. I would love it if they had Simon Pegg. Just, in, but the thing is, though, if they're gonna have um, obviously Ant Man in the next phase mm, as well, do you really reckon he could do that? I'd, and well, I don't, I don't think he's he's got any links to Ant Man. I don't think he's. He's oh, going to be Ant-Man. No. Oh, right. I thought originally he was going to be Ant-Man. No, I mean, it's Edgar Wright, so you'd think he'll have something to do with it. You'd assume so, but he didn't have anything to do with Scott Pilgrim. You know, no, no, I just, I, I genuinely thought that Siren Pegg was. I don't, I don't think Ant-Man. so. Um, I mean, it's kind of fit, and especially just if he then, they then brought him in into into the whole cinematic universe, like in Avengers, uh, he would just... Uh, him talking to Robert Downey Jr., you just cannot have anything but pure comedy. Yeah, I be, think that he, would be yeah, phenomenal. If he's not Ant Man, then he definitely needs to be it. Mm. He really does need to be Rocket Raccoon. Um, I don't know who else really could. I suppose it'd be likes of Adam Sandler or Jim Carrey, wouldn't it? That I suppose would. Be I don't think so. I, yeah, I don't think they'll have a, 
an all-out comedian. I don't think it's anything like that. And at the end of the day, uh, it, it doesn't need to be anyone famous, even you know. No. But they may as well. I think it's yeah, it's, it's all star power, isn't it? I think Simon Pegg would bring a lot to it. Just you know, put on his uh, his Scotty voice. Everyone knows he does a great Scottish accent. That is true. That's all we need, really. <laughs> hey, right, time for one more thing, really, and then we've got to be going. I can't believe how quick that's come around again. Yeah. But while we're on the subject of just one more thing, possibly the weirdest one more thing uh, we're going to do now. More so than uh, Rude Bread. Yeah, but strangely... Actually, it, kind of, yes. <laughs> yeah, it is, and it comes surprisingly from Japan. Oh. Shock horror. Um, I was... I was messing around on the Tinty Webs uh, the other day, having a look at the weirdest games um, which had come out. And there's an arcade game in Japan called Boonga Boonga. Um, oh yeah. Basically, this Boonga is an Boonga. <laughs> this is an arcade cabinet uh, with what can only be described as a bent over arse <laughs> um, as the as the main feature. So basically, the game um, is a stress reliever. Um, you get a plastic finger, well, a plastic glove, which has got a, uh, the index finger sticking out, um, and you use that to penetrate the plastic <laughs> arse. Um, okay. And saying, but you use it for the likes of this is so dodgy, a child molester. Um, it could be an ex-boyfriend slash girlfriend, or even a mother-in-law. Um, <laughs> uh, some of the characters uh, which you use uh, to, well, ram the finger. There, okay, uh, which is so weird. Um, and if that doesn't get you excited enough uh, for the whole prospect of relieving your stress, then you also win a plastic piece of feces. If the what? Yeah, if the game. I haven't got your, that far in the article that you sent me. Yeah, what? If, if you actually score high enough, uh, deemed worthy enough to go on the leaderboard, then you get a plastic piece of poo as your <laughs> trophy. Um, it's it's possibly one of the most insanest things. Um, what does Boonga Boonga translate as? Boonga Boonga actually trans- translates as spank. Okay. Okay, so spank spank, I suppose, <laughs> which is why in the U in the US when they port it across because it actually has left Japan I don't understand how that has made it out but what they've done is when they brought it across to the to the US you now spank the okay. arse instead of ramming it That's with a, a plastic bad. finger um, I'm still can't, I can't see that showing up in many arcades so. no <laughs> but I would love it next time we did go to Centre Park so if they had <laughs> Silent Hill arcade had gone like, oh, but then no Bunga Bunga's there yay it's it's just it's the weirdest weirdest game like would you feel comfortable going through an arcade put put it in like a quid and then using a plastic finger to to basically ram well see that's the thing uh, just to go back to silent hill arcade it has a curtain doesn't it to to pull around you on on some some of them um so you're kind of playing a bit in the dark and you're not you know people aren't really watching you or anything like that just get a bit of atmosphere i think this is this needs a curtain (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, yeah, I I don't see how anyone else would want to play it unless it's members of staff in the arcade place once the the place is closed, because nobody would really want to see the, the missus does have a finger up though, so I think she would like to play it. No, I'm just basically saying if they had a curtain, you know, people might potentially do something else to it. You have to lower the tone, Ashley. I'm sorry. You never speak, and then suddenly you pipe up, and you're just like, <laughs> "Someone made you fire the machine." Well, it's just because I know what Reg is like. So. <laughs> wow, <laughs> unbelievable! <laughs> and this is the reason why we don't usually invite her onto the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. No. Mm. Um, however, that was 
the lovely ash. Um, <laughs> the filthy ash. Yeah, filthy, filthy ash. Word. Um, but I suppose it, it is true what she was saying is, especially the likes of the UK where all the lads go out, get drunk at what the age of like 15, 16, think it would probably be dead funny to to insert stuff into the likes of that game. Um, it'd be quite shocking. Because obviously they'll get the shock from sticking their, oh, okay. their junk that, inside the, yeah. the machine. That um, wasn't really badumch worthy, to be honest. Fine. But I, I got it. I just. The joke needs explanation. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, but yeah, so that was the, the just one more thing, and that ties in nicely to the end of the podcast then. Yeah. So. Not really. Yeah, so. but like Dan said, unfortunately, I may not be in the next podcast if we're yeah. going to be doing it live from the we'll from Scent Parks. We'll, we'll see what the uh, the Wi-Fi is like at Scent Parks. Yeah. <laughs> if we get internet, Reg won't be on it. If we don't, we'll, we'll wait till we get home. Yeah, because I suppose it'd be the tenth. Yeah, to be fair, we just Steve, Steve is is needed. He's missing. He's, we 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 do miss We've him. We've done the last three really, really without him because he only sort of took part slightly in the in the gadget show live. Yeah. One. Yeah, uh, a little he was bit. Primarily the, the cameraman, wasn't he? So he did join in occasionally, but it was a weird one. So yeah, maybe we'll make it to four. I think Sean should realise his responsibilities. Who? Who? Who should what? Sean. Huh? Sean. I'm sorry, Steve. Right. Oh, Steve. Yeah. He, he, should. he should. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. I mean, he only lives 45 minutes away. He, he should. He, he he needs to be committed to the pod, like like we are. Indeed. Yeah. Every week, without fail, we do we do something. We're lying on Reg's bedroom floor here. This it's not the most comfortable place I've ever been. I don't yeah. know. Your pose does look quite sexy, though. Yeah, I'm doing the uh, paint me like you paint your French girls pose. <laughs> topless as well. Well, yeah. I'm sorry, was... he's not topless. He's wearing his Mountain Dew T-shirt. Because <laughs> he's a Mountain Dew whore. Oh, I love Mountain Dew so much. That's the one reason I want. I want to just live in America. Yeah, not this fake England crap. Ugh, just oh, don't God. even. Although I still drink lots of. <laughs> you do drink. You, you took like a massive <laughs> bottle around Alton Towers with you on Friday. It's all right. It's just not like the, the OG Mountain Dew. Oh, just mm, super double, big mega gulp full of Mountain Dew. And that's a perfect place to wrap it up. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Thanks I'll for listening, peeps. I'm Dan, and I've been Reg. She's been Ashley briefly. And Steve's not here. No, Ashley's a good enough replacement. That is true. Yes, yeah, time to geek out. Bye. Bye.